Hey everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm 5, the podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts, I'm Tim. Hey everyone, my name is Kevin. Today we're talking about the royal family. Oh, but Tim, but there are so many royal families. Which one are we talking about? Ah, yes, that's important to clarify. The British royal family we're talking about. Ah, yes, got it. Okay, so what are we talking about here? So the first question is, how does the British royal family make money? Mm, Yes. So as far as the British royal family, uh, they actually have three sources of royal income. But if you're asking about Harry and Meghan before deciding to step back from their royal duties, uh, 95, actually 95% of the couple's income came from Prince Charles's income from the Duchy of Cornwall. Ah, uh, what's the Duchy of Cornwall? Mm-hmm. It's actually a crown entity holding both land and a bunch of other assets to basically produce an income for the monarch's eldest son. So it was actually established all the way back in 1137, and it consists of land and properties in 23 English counties and a whole portfolio of different investments. It's actually one of two royal duchies in England, the other being the Duchy of Lancaster. So the eldest living son of the reigning British monarch inherits possession of the duchy and therefore the title Duke of Cornwall at birth or when his parents succeed to the throne. So right now, the current duke is Charles, Prince of Wales. Okay, so that's one source of income. And you said that there were uh, three sources, this one being 95%. Where does the other 5% come from? Right, so the uh, duchies are two sources. The other, the Duchy of Lancaster, goes to Queen Elizabeth II. For Harry and Meghan, the third source is actually taxpayer-funded sovereign grant made up the other 5% of their income. It's, a, it's an important pillar. Um, so if we step back a bit, most of Queen Elizabeth II, Prince Philip, and their children's annual income and expenses are paid through those three sources. The private Duchy of Cornwall, which we just mentioned, the Duchy of Lancaster, and finally the public sovereign grant. And then on top of that, there's also inheritance. Uh, Got it. Okay. So three sources of income, and we will get back to inheritance in the Prince Harry case uh, towards the end. But for now, can you explain this sovereign grant? So the sovereign grant is paid from the government to the royal family to cover expenses for, you know, the official duties and looking after the royal palaces. It is worth about 90 million British pounds per year. So that's just over 100 million US dollars and is funded by profits from the Crown Estate, which is a state set of commercial properties owned by the Crown. Uh, let's explain that a little bit. The Crown Estate? Yeah, there's a, such a thing called the Crown Estate. <laughs> the, uh, the Crown Estate is one of the largest property managers in the whole United Kingdom, uh, administering property worth about 14 billion pounds of AUM. That's uh, assets under management. So, you know, it's basically a collection of lands and other holdings in the territories of England, Wales, and Northern Ireland uh, within the UK, belonging to the British monarch as a corporation sole. It is, quote-unquote, the sovereign's public estate, which basically means it's neither government property nor part of the monarch's private estate. Mm, Interesting. So, you know, there's a lot of, you know, groups of, of things here, right? So... The Crown Estate, uh, you know, it doesn't belong to the government, 
but the crown gives the proceeds of the property to places like parliament to help fund the government. Uh, and parliament, in turn, gives 15% of that money back to the crown. So while the queen is technically exempt from taxes, she is effectively taxed at 85% due to the nature of that aforementioned deal. So it's not actually the queen's wealth then. Um, it comes with the position of the monarchy. Right, right, exactly. And it's kind of something hard to distinguish between you know, the queen uh, and the crown. But uh, basically, in the 1800s, uh, government was moved from palace to parliament, uh, as was revenue. So the civil list was established so that the king could continue to live as he had grown accustomed to. So there was no trade or sacrifice on the monarch's part. There is no personal claim on the crown estate, and it remains part of government. I see. Now, for this income, what exactly does the royal family do? especially to our American listeners out there. <laughs> so the royal family, they play, currently they play a pretty large symbolic role, and most of their duties involve putting on you know, social functions and entertaining esteemed guests, as you might imagine. Technically, they do hold some political power, though, albeit they try to stay neutral. Um, to define it precisely, in the uncodified constitution of the United Kingdom, the monarch... Uh, otherwise refers to as you know the sovereign or his or her majesty uh, is the head of head of state. So one example here could be that the queen must give uh, royal assent to a bill before it passes and becomes law. In that sense, the monarch has the power to veto proposed legislation. It's kind of similar to the president of the United States. The queen actually does formally appoint the prime minister uh, and dissolves uh, parliament. And she also has a role in what's called a hung parliament, where you know there is no clear winner. But otherwise, generally, the monarch tends to stay out of politics. Now, uh, the monarchy can be quite large as a, a family, but um, one question that people ask is, how far removed from the Queen uh, of England does one need to be to be considered part of the royal family? Uh, I think there there is. So I think how it goes is the British royal family comprises of Queen Elizabeth II and her close relations. Now, there is no strict legal or formal definition of who is or who is not part of that family. Um, those who are at the time are entitled to the style uh, his or her royal highness uh, or any style his or her majesty are normally considered members, including those styled before the, before the beginning of the current monarch's reign, uh, which has been a very long reign. <laughs> Uh, so by the criterion, a list of the current royal family will usually include the monarch, the children, uh, the male line grandchildren of the monarch uh, and previous monarchs, uh, the children of the eldest son of the Prince of Wales and all of their current or widowed spouses. Now, if you were, though, um, here's the question that ultimately everyone wants to know, which is how much is the queen worth? Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, the queen's worth. So estimates of the queen's wealth do vary quite a bit. You know, there's no official figures. And depending on, you know, if you're counting whether assets owned by her personally are held in trust for the nation are included. But I can give you, you know, four pretty different numbers uh, that have been thrown out there. So one is uh, Forbes magazine one time estimated her wealth at $450 million dollars. Um, in another case, in uh, 1993, uh, the Lord Chamberlain said 
estimates of 100 million pounds were grossly overstated hmm. for some reason. Um, another case, um, a, a guy by the name of Jock Colville, who was the Queen's former private secretary and a director of her bank, Coates, estimated her wealth back in 1971 at only 2 million pounds, which, you know, adjusted for inflation, probably equivalent to about 28 million pounds today, but, you know, still not a far cry from the uh, Forbes magazine's quota of $450 million. Wow, yes, that last one does seem like a small number after hearing 450. Um, so what's the fourth number that you have? Oh, so the the, the fourth number, uh, or probably the, the biggest headline number, uh, the Queen was once number one on the Sunday Times Rich List's top 300 most wealthy list when it began in 1989, with a reported wealth of 5.2 billion British pounds. Uh, which did include state assets that were technically not hers personally. Uh, and uh, adjusted for inflation, that's approximately 13 billion pounds in today's value. These days, they usually exclude her from uh, those lists. <laughs> I see. Interesting. Um, so Prince Harry lost the Duchy of Cornwall income and the Sovereign Grant income, but he did also have one final source of, uh, of money, which was an inheritance. How much did Prince Harry inherit then? Yes, so the esteemed Harry has received an inheritance from his mother, Princess Diana. Um, Princess Diana left him and his brother, Prince William, her wealth after she died. And after taxes, the half that Harry received upon turning 25 years old was estimated to be around $13 million USD. Did you learn something new? If you did, send us an email. We always love hearing from you, especially when you have uh, suggestions for what we should cover in future topics. Uh, as always, thank you to the wonderful community at r slash explain like I'm five. We will see you all next week.